0: An inside look at the restaurant industry and entrepreneurial insight to help you succeed. It's the Paper Trails Podcast with Al Mamarro Paper Supply.
1: What's going on, guys? How are you? And we are back for episode 29 of the Paper Trails Podcast. I was messed up there. You guys see that? Uh, But uh, listen, (laughs) hey, there's, there's no edits. Just so you guys know. Um... I'm your host, Nick on mitros and we are super pumped to have you guys listening in to our conversation, and uh, this is exciting. This is exciting. I, I got some, uh, some food Instagrammers here with me, and so uh, content creators, you know, these guys, uh, just got to know them here, here just a second ago, and uh, the good thing is that they're all friends, and they're actually uh, just a, a riot so far. It's, this is going to be good. We're not sure exactly what's going to go down, but it's going to be good. And that's all we know. But um but anyway, I'm super pumped to have them on, you know, episode 29 and um if you guys uh, kind of the first thing, you know, if this is the first time kind of listening in, just so you guys know, uh we are a podcast all about entrepreneurship, business ownership, the food industry, the scene, you know, obviously you guys know I'm in the industry, my parents own restaurants, I own a uh, distribution company and uh we're here to tell stories and, and and talk and get to know uh the food scene here in Charlotte. It's going to be a ton of fun. And so um, anyway, with that, we're actually going to start off with a you know, I'll do a little soft introduction, but we're gonna do um actual little trivia, a little trivia, and so we'll see how well our uh, food Instagrammers know their restaurants. And so, uh, but uh, just so you guys know, real fast, right here to my right, we have Allie Papa John, and that she is uh, her handle is at eat drink CLT, and so uh, make sure you guys go follow. And we got Jess over here, the sweet soul, right here across from me, and then we have uh half of the scallion pancake. We got Jason Ackerman. So um but awesome. Guys, real fast we're gonna do a trivia and then we're gonna do a deep dive into backgrounds and and let's do
0: this. Go. Y'all ready? <laughs> do this. Good
1: okay. All right. And just so you guys know I did not pick these questions. Okay. These are provided to me. Uh, don't uh, uh, just just read okay. the question. Okay. All right all right. All right. So um which restaurant is the oldest in Charlotte out of these three? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the multiple choices. We got A, open kitchen, B, greens lunch, C, the diamond. What do you guys think?
0: Well, the diamond was in the 50s. Yeah. Um, see the sign. Open kitchen. See, I just go by what my dad, because my dad grew up here. Okay. And those are like... That's where he took his dates. Okay. So you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? <Yeah. laughs> What's up, you le- you left. You left off Beef and Bottle, which is where you're like, if you really want to take a date, get mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, greens is pretty I, old, I though.
2: Think, I, I know. I think it's Greens.
3: I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's uh, say Greens or Diamond. but What
1: was the third was one? The Open, Open Kitchen, kitchen like Greens Lunch, the Diamond. So I think options. it's
0: Greens.
2: I'm going with Greens. Yeah.
1: Greens? You guys are correct. Greens is the answer. So, Open Kitchen got started in 1952. Greens was open in 1926. Wow! And the Diamond was 1945. So, well done. Well done. done. Okay. All right. Straight down from here. (laughs) (laughs) Starting a good note. What is the name of the new Italian restaurant opening in Noda this month? Orto. Very
2: good. Final answer. Yep. Okay.
1: You are correct. All right. Well done. Jason. Jason knows his uh, Italian. Italian is your thing? You like Italian food?
0: Do I look Italian? No. No, I
1: was like, do you like Italian?
0: <laughs> but do I look Italian? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, he's Are not. you Italian? No. no. Just 100% not Jewish. Um, actually, 99.8. There's two other on my 23andMe. Yeah. Um, okay. I do like Italian food.
1: Nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> This is gonna be good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which which Charlotte food truck is opening a brick and mortar location? What the, the fries? fries.
2: Dang. What the fries?
1: <laughs> what the fries? Well done, guys. Yeah. Okay, name the restaurant group. Uh, name the restaurant group of which these restaurants belong: fin and Fino, Dressler's, The Porter House, Dogwood. What is the group called?
2: Oh my god! It just went straight out of my head. I know. Rare Roots Hospitality.
1: Well done, nice. Allie. Coming through. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what is the name of the coffee shop opening soon in Plaza Midwood? So a little silence here. Okay. just
2: read about this too. Isn't an animal in the name?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Leaning a little more towards but the U.S. I would yes. say
0: Hipster Central Coffee. <laughs> that that that, that's a, a that, guess though. That, yeah, that
1: is incorrect. <laughs> 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 you're, Allie, you're close though. You're close. I know. <laughs>
2: as went on I don't know yeah
1: okay the giddy goat yeah, yeah. Uh, the giddy goat that's a good, name. That's a good yeah. name yeah shout out to the giddy goat okay uh what is the name of the food hall opening in Atherton Mills is that right Atherton South End what is the name I thought it was called of Atherton the Mills. food hall opening food
3: hall
1: yeah it's the f- y- it, it also may have
3: the eagle the eagle charlotte yeah, the Eagle Food and Beer Hall. Well done. I forgot it. It's okay. called a food hall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. All right. All right. Here's a good one. Uh, which pizza spot is not in Plaza Midwood? <laughs> okay. A, fuel. B, pure. C, Inizio's. D, Intermezzo's. Intermezzo?
3: Intermezzo.
1: Intermezzo. You know, e, false. Every pizza place is in Plaza Midwood.
2: No, idea Inizio's? Yeah, it's not in No though. Inizio.
1: Shout out to Inizio's customer APS. Okay. All right. Um, eighth question. Uh, which beloved burrito spot closed in Southend but is rumored to possibly be returning? Fat burrito. burrito. Yeah. Well done, man. You guys are, there's there is no downhill from this, man. You guys are crushing this. I think we're
0: 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Even oh, with the goat. Accept we'll we'll accept give that. the goat. If yeah, you I mean, that was, Yeah, you knew it was an animal. Yeah. Okay. Allie did.
1: All right. Uh, what now resides in Old Mecklenburg Brewery's first location?
0: Sugar Creek. Sugar Creek Brewing Company. Yep. Nice, moved,
1: in, nice. moved in 2014. Okay. All right. Bonus points.
0: <laughs> Which year did OMB open? 2009, 2010, somewhere. I went here. What do you think, Jason? It's around there. 2009 you, you can go with that one? Uh if you Yes. 2009 it is. Oh! <laughs> we got good stuff. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: Nailed it. <laughs> that was good. That was awesome. I love that, man. You guys I I am impressed. We I eat
0: out a lot. Yes, yeah. a lot. I am
1: impressed. I am impressed. I'm impressed I'm so sweating.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
1: was the pressure was on. Stressful. So cool. Well, uh, well, listen, appreciate you guys coming on. I just want to say that up front. Um, you know, taking time out of your out of your schedule, out of your work, things like that, your families. And so, uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's uh, let's see who the faces are behind these amazing handles and these uh, you know, creators. And so, you know, uh, who wants to start? Al, you want to start? Sure. Give us um, give us a little background. Where are you from? How'd you end up? Um, you know, uh, in, in the food scene, how, how, how did everything pan out?
2: Yeah. So I'm, I grew up in Greenville, South Carolina. I've been in Charlotte for, um, six years now and had the Instagram for about six years too, or actually over six years. Okay. And, um, just kind of started it as a way to show off food photos and just have an outlet kind of like creative outlet. Okay. Um,
1: have you always been creative?
2: I guess I was an art, right? Um, yeah, I've, always, I've also always loved food, as, as most people do, but also, like, I've always loved to take pictures, so I guess I just kind of was, like... Gravitate towards... Yeah, um, and so it just was for fun, and then it kind of took off as, the t- as time went on, and people started following for some reason. So it's just kind of grown into my little side hustle, and it's just really fun being a resource for people looking for food and drink in Charlotte.
1: Nice. Yeah. Love it, love it. Jess?
3: So I grew up... Um outside of Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Little suburbia town called Pelham. Okay. Um I've always loved food, but in Alabama we didn't like we didn't I didn't grow up eating sushi and the things that I love or Korean barbecue. Um so I've always loved food and fashion and after going like, up and like like forever? Forever. Yeah. yeah. Like my mom tried to dress me like going to preschool and I would totally take off the outfit and put on what I thought was cute, <laughs> Are you but serious? it was not. <laughs> um so it looked like, you know, tacky day at school where you dress up in, you know, I don't know. That's so cute. polka-dotted leggings and like a plaid shirt. It yeah, was one yeah, of those. Yeah, but yeah. it was my own and okay. you know, I thought it looked cute. But I've always had a love for food and fashion and um, so moving to um, Atlanta, and being there for eight years, and loving the food scene there, okay. and it was just growing my palate, and then moving to New York is just some of the best food in the whole world, um, as and that's as you all know. that's
1: chasing your fashion, you know, yeah, career, right? Yeah, chasing
3: my fashion career, okay. and... I always wanted to start a blog, but I didn't have the time because I was, I'm still a workaholic. So, um, but then I moved to Charlotte and I started a page and it took off a lot faster than I had ever expected. Um, It was kind of for shits and giggles, but I just did it to be creative. And then I started seeing missed opportunities in the social media world. And I was like, you know, I love creating and I love relationships. And so that's when I started my media company Um, and I specialize in running social media accounts for small businesses, businesses, real estate, restaurants. Um, and I just wanted to promote the owner's passions and that's how it all started. And yeah. Love that. Love that.
0: All right. Jason. I grew up in Fort Mill. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fort Mill High, yellow jackets. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I went to school, um, in New York at NYU and then I moved back here in 2012, Met my now wife, Yvonne, um, and we were looking for something to do together. And one thing that we we like traveling and we like eating at nice restaurants and restaurants in general. So kind of to document that, we decided to start a blog um, so we could remember the nice restaurants that we had. Nice. And uh, just kind of grew from there, started doing a podcast, met these Lovely ladies, nice. And everyone asks how we got stallion pancake. I'm glad you asked it. Yeah. Um, it. So when Instagram came out in 2008 2009, I was looking for a handle that didn't have a a number in it, and I tried like a million different combinations, mostly Dragon Slayer 69, some combination of that <laughs> for a long time. And I, uh, um, I was I came up with stallion pancake because I love eating stallion pancakes. So stallion pancake is a It's a savory pancake, um, Chinese origin, Um, really big. There's a lot of places, obviously, in New York that have Chinatown and Flushing that we would go eat those. So that's how it came to be. So it was my personal Instagram handle, and then we kind of just rode with that once we started the food Instagram.
1: Were you you always into food even before New York and and that, or going up there for school kind of helped, you know?
0: I would say that I was – I always liked going to restaurants and that was kind of like a special thing that me and my dad used to do and our family used to do. So that was like a special occasion. Yeah. And I always liked that. So I, I wouldn't say I was an adventurous eater for sure. And then when I got yeah. to New York, I was like, what the hell is this? Like raw fish? No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> we can curse on this, right? Austin. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> After you drop <draw> the F-ball. <laughs>
0: I'm making sure he's awake over there. Uh, so, so it was just kind of that. And then, because going to fine dining restaurants, like, it takes time to, like, acquaint yourself because sure. it's kind of a little crazy. Yeah. It's like going straight to a Broadway play and you don't know what's going on. Like, you kind of have to develop the taste. So, so we just always liked that and just kind of grown from there.
1: Nice. Now, are you more adventurous with food, like, now? Like, have you, like, kind of... <sighs>
0: I'll try anything. Uh-huh. I don't do insects. That's kind of where, I, well, I'll eat like ants and stuff, grasshoppers. <laughs> but like once it gets like the tarantula, <laughs> no, not doing that. Not doing monkey brains. Um, but anything that, short of that, yes, I will try. That
1: is hilarious. I guess yeah. that
0: makes us adventurous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and just so also, you know, we didn't say gesture your handle is the sweet soul. Yes. How did, how did that happen? How did that go? How did, uh, how did you come um, with that?
3: Initially, when I was thinking about starting a page, I, I wanted it to be something that was my passion, and yeah. it was food and fashion. And I was like, okay, I want to do something with my roots. And I was like, sweet soul, sweet soul in Charlotte. And that's how that came about. And then after a year, I rebranded because I didn't want it to be just local Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and so I changed it to the sweet soul, but S-E-O-U-L um, me being born in Seoul, Korea. So
1: nice. Now were you born, were you raised there at all or no?
3: No, I was adopted when I was nine months old. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Nice.
1: Okay. All right. So let's, um, let's start about, you know, talk a little bit about, um, you know, being food Instagrammers, you know, what, what, um, what's your favorite part of being a food Instagrammer? What does it, what does that entail? Like how, you know, give us, give us, or, you know, or how does, how does somebody start doing that?
3: I think Starting a page um, and kind of knowing exactly, like, what your theme is or how to be consistent. Um, and I think the best thing about what we do or what I do yep. on an everyday basis is getting to know the chefs and their story. And Because everybody has a different story to tell. Um, and I think it's interesting about, like, you know, the chef's backgrounds or, like, the reasoning behind, you know, what the restaurant is about and just – like in getting to try all the different food.
0: Gotcha.
1: Okay. Jason, your thoughts on that? I'm just starting. and, uh, and
0: <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the coolest thing, Charlotte is kind of a small community, especially in the food industry. So yeah. we kind of um, know each other. And, you know, if you were in a big city like New York or Chicago, there's so many food Instagrammers and food bloggers and so many restaurants that yeah. it's kind of hard to make a name for yourself. We're here like you you can if you have a passion for it you can really make a name for yourself and you really get to know the people that are running it like the chefs like Jess said and and like Allie, like Allie has become a really good friend of me and Avons and we go to dinner and you know we share the same passions so uh, that's been the best part for me.
1: It's a, it's pretty interesting you know as as we've run this podcast and I've you know talked to you know some chefs um, it sounds like the chefs here in Charlotte are like really supportive of one another and
0: they there's te- two factions but yeah
1: okay but <laughs>
0: the, the ones that i've
2: iterated
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, no they but, are they are for the most part and most i think part. a big part of that is the piedmont culinary guild like they do the most of the chefs are part of that and they really do a good job of supporting each other
1: i i just found out about that like you know just uh, a couple of months ago but you know um you know, Chef Daniel Wheeler over at Fine and Fettle, you know, in South Park, um, was telling me about just you know he's been in other cities, other major cities, and it's just it just feels a little different. The food scene feels a little different. Very kind of what you're talking about. You know, maybe in you know maybe larger cities, um, maybe more competition. I don't I, you know I don't know, but I mean it, it just it just sounds like a pretty I don't know tight knit community mm-hmm. maybe. And so I don't know, Allie, What are your thoughts on just you know start you know just starting a page or you know I don't know you know how does how does one go about do that or you know what uh, what's your favorite part about you you know um, being a food uh, instagrammer?
2: Yeah, so I mean starting it is probably the easy part. I think some people are kind of still scared to do that and I, I mean there's no reason to be. There's um, there's there's room for anyone. Anyone that wants to do it for, you know, I don't want to say the right reasons, but like kind of. Like it's not really it's something you if do you love to, food. Yeah, if you love food and you and you lo- want to get to know the people that make the food or that give you your food or whatever, I think it's a really cool way to do that. Um, it's not about, you know, just getting free food. That's not, that's not what it's for. Um, so it's, it's been really cool. I do, I freelance right as well. So I've, I've interviewed many chefs in Charlotte and different organizations and actually doing, I've done some freelance for PCG and it's just been really awesome learning about where people come from and what they want to do and what their future plans are. And, um, that's probably, that is the best part. I agree with, with these guys here for sure. Um, but then, of course, just really also being exposed to different kinds of food. I mean, I, I was never picky, so that wasn't a big deal for me. But it's just been incredible, like getting to taste things that you might never think to taste. I mean, you might go to this place and order the same thing every time. But when you do stuff like this, you constantly want to try something new and kind of branch out. So
1: what, what is your favorite food?
2: I mean, this basic. But my favorite is pizza. <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: Are you Scooby Doo?
2: <laughs> no. So pizza,
0: okay. Any like
1: favorite? I mean, my
2: last name is Papa John. What do yeah,
1: you know? I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dang,
1: that's a that's pretty funny right there. Um, any like kind of pizza? Like anything? M- that
2: my favorite pizza is Anizio, for sure. Like, okay, that's my favorite. Nice and Charlotte. Um, but I'll I'll eat any pizza. What do you eat there?
1: Like what what pizza do
2: you? Honestly, just get the margarita. But you add pepperoni for feeling crazy. But it's just <laughs> it's so good. If you're living on the edge. <laughs> yeah. pepperoni. It's just perfect. The sauce. It's just the crust. Oh, my gosh. I love it.
1: Pineapple on the pizza or no?
2: I recently had pineapple on pizza okay. from Livy's, which is another, like, Neapolitan-style pizza, which okay. is, is really good. But I would never, like, choose it. Okay. But, I mean, the pizza was good. Nice. But, like, I'm not going to go order nice. pineapple on pizza. Just favorite food?
3: Mac and cheese. Mac and, and throw and lobster th- in it. Done. Okay. Done. Okay. Yeah, I can have it for breakfast any time. Day.
1: How did that, like, how did that happen? She's I just. Southern, I mean, uh, Alabama.
3: Yeah.
0: She's from South Korea.
3: Yeah, South Korea, not North. Um, no, I just, it's always been my favorite food. And second after that would be Korean barbecue, just because going to K-Town and experiencing that. I mean, it's 24-7 in New York. Like, I think
0: you should explain to people what K-Town's like. For those K-Town that don't know what k towns like. Is what is K-Town? What is Koreatown. K-Town. Okay.
3: It is an amazing area in New York. It's they call 34th it K-Town. Street or yeah, 33rd 30, Street. 33rd-ish, 34th, and they have the cutest shops. They have Korean skincare shops. They have the best dessert spots. Um, Spot Dessert Bar is still one of my favorite places, God, I hope it's still there. Shout out to those guys. Um, it's amazing. It's desserts like you've never seen, and they're so um
0: It's like another innovative. world, and it's a party. Yeah. It is a party. And
3: people get lit. Like, they will eat <laughs> barbecue at 2 a.m. and just yeah, stop. Just, I mean, it's it's. And it don't really go without a, a Korean
0: friend, because they're not going to let you in places. No, you basically. Need
3: you need a Korean friend. You need a Korean friend or somebody knows what the fuck is going on, because I feel like if you don't, it's like you're just going to – are you serious It's going right to ruin now? everything. Yeah. I, I
1: actually haven't had a Korean. I, it's pretty interesting. The first podcast that I had with the Charlotte and Kenty, like we were talking and they were like, you know, he said his favorite is, you know, um, Korean barbecue. And I'm like, I never had that. They're like, bro, we got to go. Like he was fired up about it. And I'm like, You
3: okay. got to go
2: to Moa. Moa.
1: Moa, yeah. is, that, is that the spot? I think that's
2: our favorite right yeah. now here in Charlotte. Yeah. I
3: think Allie and I have been the most in like two months. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's it, uptown. Be, it's really nice. Yeah. Mm.
2: Experience. It's right
3: across from Eddie V's and just the ambiance itself yeah, it's is just beautiful. so beautiful. It was designed the interior design was by um I don't remember her name, but it was just an interior designer from New York yeah. that flew down and it's just it's gorgeous. They have a mezzanine level, they have a huge wine cellar that um just right when you walk in, it's, it's wow absolutely so, stunning. So
1: Jess approves the interior I mean it's I mean, you are a fashion. Yes,
3: and the food. Like the best Korean barbecue in the city, and I'm such a snob. Like <laughs> well, there's but only what? there's only two places. Well, <laughs> and, yeah, well, uh, pepperoni. Three, okay.
0: Three, yeah. But
1: Moa is
3: definitely my favorite for
0: okay. sure. Nice, <laughs> yeah. nice. Jason, your favorite food? I don't know if I have a favorite food. Everything. I would say like if I was gonna, yeah, everything. Everything. <laughs> if um, if like I had to have one last meal, uh huh. I'd probably say like super high end sushi, which is like Ooh. completely opposite Ooh. of like I didn't like it, but now yeah. Yeah, that's what Anthony Bourdain said too. Is so. it
1: is it an acquired? Is it, I mean I'm, I'm not a sushi guy, but is it an acquired taste? Like you, yeah. you, you just started I liking so. it?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I think once you, you just it's like kind of all the foods. Like you gotta you gotta train your mind, especially when you grew up in Fort Mill, where it's like, <laughs> you know, b- mostly f- fried food and
2: bojangles.
0: Yeah, bojangles. <laughs> Shout out to bojangles. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Plug.
1: Jason loves bojangles.
2: Don't love let him
0: bojangles fool you. Are you serious? So yeah. Um, what do you have there? What do I have there? God. Okay. <laughs> so, my friend was in town from New York, okay. and he tried to order some like, some. I was like, No, you get the F- Cajun fillet chicken biscuit combo with bow rounds. For real, you have to get the bow rounds. Bow rounds are the best potato in the fast food industry. Oh dang! Um, and I think I'd fight someone for that. Not really hard because I'm I'm only five nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't lift that much, but we got your back. Yeah, there's four of us. N- here. Miss got me. <laughs>
1: Now now tell me this because I I know you said that you know you do a lot of traveling and you like you know just nice restaurants what's one of the nicest restaurants you've been like what's 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 an experience that you're like you know what if if somebody gets a chance to I know you said you've been to to Greece you know where my family's from and you know but where's one spot you didn't meet your
0: family no you did not I asked around no (laughs) one would say anything which was disappointing I didn't know you then but I knew I would know you at one time Nick
1: Case Uh. family are are y'all around here what what's a what's a um, restaurant? That well, you...
0: I mean, the best restaurant I've been to is Noma, which is in Copenhagen. Uh, it was what was that like? It's um it's like an experience that you've never had. you you literally walk in, you open so people walk in individually. they have different seated times. You walk in, you open the door, and, like, everyone who works there is waiting right in front of you, and they're just like, hello, and it's like, boom, and then two and a half hours later, you're done, and you're like, what the fuck just happened?
1: So it's an experience.
0: Oh, yeah. It's an experience. What what, what style of food is it? Um, Well, it's uh, New Nordic, I would say, is what it's called. So the guy who, um, the chef, Rene Redzepi, he basically... I mean, he didn't start the modern gastronomic food movement. That was, I would say, Albert Adria at El Bulli. He kind of started that. And then Rene Redzepi worked for him, and he kind of started the foraging movement. So he kind of took what El Bulli was doing in Spain and then made kind of what we have today. Like, basically, every the, the biggest trend now is super local sourced ingredients yeah. at, the, at the fine dining restaurants. It's like, how can I get the super forage local ingredients and showcase our cooking talent for that and he kind of put that on the map um his little disciples all over the world have done that and but he was like the first one he really put copenhagen on the map copenhagen's probably top five food city in the world and before him it was like it was like fort mel (laughs) (laughs) for for audience maybe
1: hearing this maybe from overseas like Four Mill is it's a smaller town. Konnichiwa.
0: <laughs> Where are our listeners from overseas?
1: I'm not sure, everywhere.
0: How do you say uh, hello in Greece? Efkaristo? Is that thank you? Efkaristo is thank you. Yassos. Yassos.
1: Yassos. But uh, cool, all right. Um, how about this? How about what what's what's something that the restaurant scene here in Charlotte needs? Like what like is there something that you guys are maybe looking forward to or would like to maybe come? Is there anything
0: or do we have... Everything? I've got an answer for it, but... You go ahead. Um, so we don't have a lot of, like, good, fast, casual stuff. Like, we're starting to get some of them. Like, I would say Yafo is an example of something yeah. that's, like... But, like, the street um, culture in around the world, we don't have that. Like, we have a couple of chicken over rice guys uptown. But, like, just where you can get fast food very that's good yeah like in new york you've got delis on every corner yeah. and you've got uh you know the street cart vendors and you've got all these like small little stores where you walk in uh-huh. um we don't have a lot of that
2: yeah we need more bagels uh poppy, yeah i love poppies but that's pretty much the only place you can go to get a good okay. bagel, So nice yeah
1: Cater to some of our northern crowd, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the bagels, like the with the northern biscuit, is that right? From what I hear.
3: Well, but it's, it's the not water. Get crazy. <laughs> that's what makes the bagel so good. In no, bag. that's it's that, the is, false. that no. is false.
1: That is false. All right, we need to do uh, some fact check, <laughs> Austin. Yeah, <laughs> Austin, <laughs> Austin, <laughs> Austin <laughs> get
0: it. Drive up to New York real quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's like the. He's like Joe Rogan's like. Guy yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> fact check that Austin sir. doesn't
0: really exist. Right, We're just talking to some <laughs> random dude. <laughs>
1: Okay, so bagels, and then uh, just what? What do you think? Anything? Maybe? I would
3: have to agree with Jason. I think there needs to be like more street food. Okay, like Asian street food, or I don't know. Like, is that
0: is that just is that super popular in New York? Like, is that like a thing?
3: I mean, yeah, you can.
0: Every corner has every corner. one of those, and I and we have a lot of food trucks. Yeah. which mm-hmm. is kind of like our equivalent, but sure, you they're like not quite as fast. I would say, like like a food yeah. truck, like you have your corner deli and your corner like food truck guy that you would go to, like, a couple times a week. We don't really – that, for us, is, like, fast food. Yeah. So I'd like to see more people kind of get away from the fast food and more into this local fast food, I nice, call it.
1: Nice. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like delis and pizza is what I think about when I think about New York. Like, actual just – is that is – that
0: There's yeah. a pizza on every corner, too. It's yeah, like a
3: Starbucks. Sure. They're on every corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can – Eat, but eat
0: what's eat nice about New York is they don't have a lot of the chain restaurants. I mean, they have some of them, yeah. but it's a lot of locally owned small places. I love that. Yeah. And that's yeah. what. Mom and pops. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And we have a lot of that, but we also have a lot of chains, um, which chains are, have their place for sure. sure. Yep. But uh, I want to see Charlotte become more of like everyone has their local place they go to all the time sure. and support.
3: Yeah, I think uh, more authentic places like when it comes to cuisine, because I feel like a lot of places that maybe say that they're authentic. They're very Americanized. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, like you want authentic Greek, right? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah.
1: Cool. All right. So um, let's do this. I know last year was a, you know, with the pandemic was a pretty interesting year for a lot of restaurants in our our industry. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you guys spend a lot of time going to restaurants, supporting, you know, restaurants, working with them. Uh, so do I. I mean, we've got hundreds of customers. And so, you know, it, it definitely was a, an interesting year and so um you know I don't know is you know any thoughts on that about you know supporting you know restaurants local I mean is there anything that you guys saw kind of over the last year maybe that you know maybe it's different you know like maybe your angle your perspective you know on the pandemic and how it uh, affected a lot of the restaurants uh that slash maybe favorite favorite food you ate during the pandemic you know that, that's kind of a fun a fun one
2: yeah I mean it's depressing honestly it's hard when you couldn't get a reservation at a restaurant. And now you, you know, everything's wide open a lot of the time. Um, and it sucks to see some of your favorite places start to close and you had no idea they were even struggling or maybe it all came from COVID. You, I mean, you don't know, but, yeah. um, and I just feel like there's a lot more of that coming, which really sucks. But um, yeah, obviously shifted to takeout immediately um, as soon as dining rooms closed. And so that has been a really you know, change because I mean we spent so much time in restaurants before. Yeah. But Im- immediately I was like, we have to get takeout from everywhere we love, and mm-hmm. um, so just obviously supporting that way is huge, and still still doing that. Although I am personally comfortable going back into restaurants now, so sure. definitely started doing that again. Yep. But um, yeah, just being able to support them, however, and then even just using our pages, like it's just been when the first like three months of the shutdown, all I did I feel like was share stuff on Instagram stories to like let people know our changes and. Was this person, was this place delivering or not awesome. or whatever? And it just felt like I was using it as some sort of resource. I didn't know what to do anymore. So I was like, let me just try to do this. And so it's good to be able to use it for that. I,
1: I love that. And the, I'll I'll tell you from my perspective, um, you know, the first, the first, you know, like when everything kind of was announced and a lot of stuff was still unknown. Um, a lot of the owners were just, I mean, it was a panic. I mean, they were over ordering, you know, they had heard, you know, you know we're gonna run out of stuff, and 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 it, supply has been an issue over the last mm-hmm. ten months. Um, but I have to I have to tell you guys something, man. Over the the first couple of months, the support that these guys got, I mean it. They were like kind of. I mean, it wasn't like normal orders and kind of delivered, but they were kind of maintaining. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know. In kind of June, it started kind of falling off a little bit. But March, April, May, I was like, I was impressed. With kind of like the local, you, you know what, I mean, you guys think all you're probably all old enough to remember, so it's kind of like after 9-11 when everybody kind of like was supporting, I don't know, it just felt kind of like a, a certain way, um, but anyway, so I, I guess that was kind of my perspective on like, I, I felt like a lot of people were supporting local, yep. and they, were, yeah. and they yep. were buying gift cards and, you know, take getting takeout and my dad owning restaurants, you know, so I, I was in there working, helping him, you know, as much as I could, so, um Jess, you know, any favorite food that you ate maybe over the pandemic or anything like that? Or any any thoughts on that?
3: The Korean barbecue. I just, I was so happy because they opened. <laughs> and even though it was through a pandemic, it's yeah. the best Korean barbecue I've had Yeah, because they opened in like August, in August right? Yeah. 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 So,
1: oh, so it's, okay, so mm-hmm. it's a newer. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially oh, gotcha, being gotcha.
3: uptown when, you know, uptown is a ghost town. And yeah. I mean, they're still doing okay. Um, and they have um, lunch service as well. But it's just – it's so important to support restaurants um, and get takeout and, like, don't be lazy and get DoorDash. And, like, I've expressed this so many times. It's just the fact of, like, restaurant margins are so slim and people don't understand the overhead. The food costs have gone up and you still have to pay your staff and – it's in and rent if you can, you know, thousands of dollars. Yep. And when you order from Postmates and DoorDash, I mean, they take 30%. It's like what's left for the restaurant when they're only doing 25% of business. It's yep. not fair. So I just have always said, like, from like day that. one when it started, like, my ass would get in the car, even though I didn't want to, <laughs> and drive to a restaurant, go pick it up. Curse yeah. I didn't have to. I feel like this anything. is we're in church
0: and we need to say, like, preach it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> no, <we laughs> preach. But... um. Yeah, it's I don't think though. people You're, get it though, yeah. and that's the thing. It's just like, oh, you know, like they're making so much money. Like, no, they're not. You know, like some restaurants, if they just lose ten grand a month, that's an okay month staying afloat. And people don't understand that. And it just takes a village. And you know, these food vendors that I even talk to with my restaurant clients. I mean, you know, their sales and food. You know, it's half. Yeah. You know, all the restaurants are in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, but just liking sharing commenting, all of that is free, you know, and it can help out a restaurant tremendously, you know, it's just like, a good point. Yeah. Like the best form of advertising. I've always said from day one is word of mouth, mm-hmm. you know, like Jason says, Hey, this restaurant, you need to go check it out, you know, and you see people, Hey, I was influenced by scallion pancake. Yeah. To go try it out. Yeah, You don't know how much that one order means to that restaurant and the chef. And I mean, I see it every day, you know, the struggles real. It's, I mean, it's no joke.
1: That's a good Sucks. point. I never, I, I mean, I, I know that those, you know, those services, you know, that deliver food, like take away, but I didn't even think about it. That's a good point. Yeah. Just going even, directly to the restaurant and.
3: Yeah. It's just, they don't even break even with these third party apps. And I mean, they're trash anyways. They put all these fees and you're like, what the hell is this? You know, $3. What is this? Then on top of tipping and then you don't know, and. I just feel like it does almost like a disservice to restaurants because if you wait an hour with your food being in a car, you know it's like you don't really get the full. Yeah, so it's
0: a good point. It's a good point, Jason. You, yeah, your Thoughts I'm, on I that? I mean, or, or... COVID sucks. I think that's my thought. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been terrible for restaurants. I would say the, the things I've liked to eat. We've had some actually great restaurants open up. Yeah, in the last uh, eight months. Um, there's been a couple pop ups. So I would say like Cholitos. If you haven't had oh, Cholitos, yes. which it's impossible to get now because they <laughs> sell in like two minutes, they're a pop up <laughs> breakfast burrito thing. Okay. You have to follow them on Instagram. They open up, I think, at 8 o'clock on Thursdays. Okay. And they're sold out by like 8.04. So, um, and I can't even get the in with them. So, you, and they do other pop ups and they sell out immediately. Their stuff is incredible. Okay. Um, Mashugana. Which is uh, Rob Clements pop up? Uh, he's it's like a Jewish deli type thing, okay. and he's been doing amazing things. Um, and then I think Counter, which is a new um, tasting menu restaurant, which I think is really going to put Charlotte on the food map. Yeah, it opened up in August, and it's been killing it. And they've been doing great, so Good. that's awesome. Those would be my three.
1: Nice. Do you guys think that Charlotte has kind of become a foodie city? Like, do you think it's it is or it's it's heading in that direction? Like, what what are you guys' thoughts on just Charlotte's food scene? Period. Like, do you think it's it needs a lot of work? Do you think it needs a little more diversity? Do you think we're actually heading in a good direction? I don't know. What what do you, just generally speaking, what are your thoughts on that?
3: I think it's heading in a great direction. I talked to other PR firms who I know in different cities, and a lot of them are really like even the smaller cities. They're kind of jealous of the Charlotte scene because really? they think that. Charlotte has a great community of content creators and Instagrammers and bloggers and everything. And, um, like the restaurant scene's really booming. I mean, look at Southend. I love you know?
1: that. Yeah. Southend is, tr- I mean, we just started working in Charlotte about six years ago and, uh, just in the five, six years that I've been in Charlotte asking some of the, you know, sub, you know, suburban cities, um, it's grown a ton. <laughs> like, I, I can't even believe how many yeah. restaurants and food trucks and just, are just popping up. So, mm-hmm. um,
3: you know, when a studio apartment goes for $1,500, you know, the city is going somewhere. Dude, so. <laughs>
1: something's happening. Yeah. We're not sure what's happening, but something's happening. Yeah. So cool. Y'all saw any the the scene in Charlotte.
2: I don't have, I don't really have experience in an, any other food scene. Cause I've only lived here at post grad. Um, obviously I've loved seeing it grow from six yep. years ago to now is insane. And then I, uh, my boyfriend's from here and some of my best friends are from here, and they—they they <laughs> shout out—and um, so they literally like uptown was you didn't you didn't go uptown like I mean people still don't go uptown it sucks but there's plenty of good restaurants up there yeah um and it's just changed so much they said it was boring and there was just you know bojangles <laughs> that's it so it's just changed even since then and then the six years I've been here it's been really cool
1: love it yeah. love it cool any thoughts on that Jason or are we good next question We're good. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, what do you guys think makes a uh, Instagram food Instagram uh, profile successful? Like, what do you think is so, you know, or what are some things that maybe people can do? You know, do you think like um, learning more about photography is is important? Uh, angles. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, is there is there certain things that you guys have seen? You know, partnering up with you know, I don't know. You know, what what, what are your guys' th- thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, visually, obviously, it's it's good to get good lighting and use natural light when you can, and and Hit the angles if you can. Um, I think it's in the, it's important to practice. Like if, if you scroll back to the beginning of e Drink CLT, it is rough. Like it is some <laughs> ugly pictures. So and I'm and I'm no professional by any means, but I can tell I get better every time yeah. I take mm-hmm. another picture. Um, so that's just been huge. Just growing. Just it doesn't happen. You gotta unless you're really good at photography already. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that just visually, it's it's good to practice and tune up on that. And then just as as the account person being engaging, like commenting back to people and um, engaging and liking other people's posts and supporting other people, I think goes a long way when you're trying to build your page.
1: Love that. Love that. Jess, your thoughts on... uh...
2: I think being consistent and
3: staying authentic to your brand is super important because I see a lot. I mean, as we all know, like the foodie scene is super saturated. You know, anybody can start a food page, but it just is basically boils down to like who is consistent with posting and who puts out great content. And like Ali said, being engaging and, um, you know, being involved in the community and posting things that you truly love and not just posting because you get a free meal or you went to an event or, you know, like some entitlement issue. Mm. Um, but just staying true to your brand I think is like the biggest.
1: It sounds like, both you guys are just kind of both going down to, you know, the obviously authentic and staying true, but just the work ethic behind it, being consistent and, you know, actually getting good. I mean, it's not like, you know, you guys didn't stumble upon thousands and thousands of people, you know, seeing your stuff and then gate, right? I mean, like, this takes work.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. this
1: isn't like, yes. you know, hey, it would be cool to, you know, be, you know, uh, an Instagram. I mean, no, this is an actual business. This is a legitimate thing that yeah. we, we are putting time and effort and energy into this to make this product look amazing. Right.
3: Right. Yeah. But it depends on which Avenue you want to go. If you want it to be a side hustle or you want to create it to where one day you have growth and you can make it a business, sure. you know, and I think there's different accounts that think, Oh, if I just post and, you know, start a page, I can get all this free food. You know, and post about it, but that's not how it works. Like yeah. you need to work. I yeah. love that
2: a screen time and is actually way up.
3: support restaurants, yeah. and yeah. not ask for free food all the
1: time. So more of the more of the the motivation behind it. Now, I mean, it could be a hobby for you if you want that, but you can't expect totally. Yeah, like, ex- you can expect to have you know hundred thousand people yeah. and like you know. Not
2: everyone's goals have to be the same. It's not definitely not. But if but you know if you're gonna, I don't know. You said it. Yeah, Jason, <laughs> your thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I just think you. you it takes a lot of work, like you said, and, uh, you know, not to toot Allie's horn, yeah. but Allie is like the hardest working person. You don't really see that from the front end, but you know, she's spending all this time, not only on her feed, but posting stories and trying to stay consistent and really thinking about her brand and supporting stuff that she likes. And it, it's, um, it, you can't just start and Instagram and just expect people are going to follow you. Like you said, Mm. like it takes time and you have to really work at it and you, and you have to stay with it. It's like any business. It's like, you know, when you started your business and you said it took you five years to become profitable, it's that's how it is with the food Instagram, unless you get super lucky, um, which does happen every once in a while. But for for the most part, like, and your followers, like they know if you're being authentic or not, kind of what Jess said. And if you're not being authentic, they can tell pretty quickly and they're going to leave. So they're following you, because, like, they follow Allie because she posts amazing things about Charlotte and she knows everything that's going on and people like that. I think people follow us. We're more of, like, the high end. Like, you want to know the fine dining stuff that's going on? That's our brand. That's you, yeah. And uh, Jess is, like, fashion and a little bit of everything. Yeah.
3: Food, fashion, and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Food, fashion, fun. Yeah. 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 the three
1: Fs. Yeah. New
3: slogan.
1: <laughs> 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 Trademark yeah. patent here. Um, Cool, I like that. What's uh, what's something else that you guys maybe have learned, um, just running? You know, because it's six years, five, five years.
0: years. Oh god, I'm gonna count it, but that's too high. <laughs> <laughs> I only work in millions or like okay. Don't really <laughs> <laughs> five, five six <laughs> years. Yeah, no, yeah. we started you 2015. Started a yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So what's
1: what's the what's the maybe one tip for somebody that wants to start a business or a page or anything, you know, anything in maybe social media that you would like one thing you've learned just, you know what? Like I didn't know this. And over the last five, six years I learned, is it the consistent thing? Is it, you know, is there anything that maybe stands out to you guys about one thing that you've learned about, you know, you know, that maybe before you didn't even know. Okay. You know what? I didn't even know that this, is there anything that comes to mind or no?
2: I mean, if you're working to, I think if you're working towards something like followers or making it a business or whatever it is, patience is a huge thing. It's Mm -hmm. like Jason said, like, don't, you can't just like make a Charlotte food Instagram and be like, Oh yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, it it might, it totally will if you want it to, but it's going to take time and patience. I think also just being, and this is something I still struggle with and Jess always gets on me about this, but not Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself too. Like I do a lot for free (laughs) and that's because (laughs) I have a hard time saying no. So I I feel like I, but I I turned it into like a side business like three years ago. So I do make money off some stuff, but there's a lot of stuff I don't make money off of, especially during Corona. I really kind of reverted back a lot, but I think just being able to stay true to your goal and your mission and being consistent with that is really hard. And I'm still, I still struggle with that every day. So
1: I like the, I like, like the patient piece, yeah. right? Cause I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like we, like somebody wants it tomorrow. Like yeah. I want oh, yeah. it today, tomorrow, you know, and it's like,
2: cause that's how it is now. I mean, instant gratification everywhere. So yeah, yeah.
1: it's good. I like that. You guys have any thoughts on that?
3: Off of what Allie said, okay, I, would, go ahead. I would I would say know your worth because a lot of people either you know don't get it or kind of are insulting with like what they want in exchange or just they don't understand like how much value you are. Mm. Um, so I think that would be. And my it's hard because
2: piece. I w- we but we all want to help every business we can. Sure. Yeah, that we businesses we love and 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 would spend our money there. Like of course we want to post their their stuff and yeah. do stuff for them. But it is hard when you also have a full-time job and you are trying to make something out of it and whatever. So it's a definitely a balance that's hard to manage.
1: hundred yeah. percent. I, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would just say in any business, it, your, your goal can't be to make money or to have a lot of followers. Your goal has to like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Do you have a passion for food? Do you have a passion for being a doctor? being a CPA, whatever you want to do, like you have to have that passion and helping people or you want to support the restaurant community. Yeah. And like, if you have that passion that will drive you to, to get all these other things. But if your goal is, I just want a hundred thousand followers, yeah. like you will work really hard at it for a month and then that'll be it.
2: Yeah, I always say, like, I'm, I'd am i still do this because it, I'd, it's still fun. But the second it stops being fun, because there's, there's weeks where I, well, it's, it's all pre-corona. I would book every single night. And I mm-hmm. after work, I would be gone for hours because I'd be at a restaurant or doing whatever. And I did that to myself, but it's because I wanted to do it, and I wanted to build my page and, and support people and do things like that. But, um, yeah, the second it's not fun anymore, I mean, you're you're not really in it for the right reason anymore, so...
1: Interesting. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's, that's good. Uh, that's good. That's life advice, Nick. That is man. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, I you know, that's why, I yeah. mean, I, you know, he, here's the reality. The reality <laughs> is that, you know, a lot of stuff that you guys have done to, to have successful pages and followings is what anybody can do to have a successful relationship or have a successful business or have a successful, you, you put it in X, Y, Z, you name it. Um, you know, the patience, the work ethic, the authenticity, the, um, you know, I mean, even, even as good as, you know, you guys talking about staying in your lane and, you know, your fine diet, I mean, that's a thing, that is actually, like, you know, we, we, for our company, we started getting into some, like, seasonings and kind of non-refrigerated stuff, and, um, you know, everybody would ask for, you know, do you have Tabasco? No, I have Texas Pete. Well, you know, do you have the mild one? Well, I don't, you know, and then do you have Spanish paprika? I don't have regular paprika. Do you have some, I'm like, all right, like, I'm like, I cannot do everything. Like yeah, we can, exactly. I, I yeah. can't, I can't do, do everything. That's, yep, exactly. So find Like just, you know, so my, my thoughts on kind of that conversation is just know what you're good at, know what you like, you know, maybe you're good at video and being in front of a camera. Maybe you're not that. Okay. That, that, I mean, find out what you like and what you're into and then just roll with that. Um, and I think there is like a sense of, I think Jason, you said it, Like I think the audience can feel a little bit of that. Oh like, yeah, like 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 they can feel. You know, like,
0: like your Instagram followers, if they're being like, I don't follow as soon as they start getting, you know, bad and <laughs> just like you can tell a turn. Like they get to a point where they're just like trying to make money off of everything, and like you, you don't really like know if they really like the thing or not. They're just posting because someone paid them five hundred dollars to do this post. Yeah, unfollow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah. me. Yeah, and I yeah. think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I like that. I like that. Cool. Uh, cool. I mean, we're kind of wrapping up any, uh, any last parting thoughts about uh, just the space, maybe what you guys do, maybe, maybe 2021, maybe some things that you guys are looking forward to, maybe accomplishing. I don't know. Is there anything, anything like that you guys are kind of looking forward to this year or um,
3: for COVID to be? Yeah. Done. Restaurants <laughs> opening back you know, up. I think we're all waiting for that. Yeah. That's what we miss. That's how we met. I, I mean, and it's just, it's a great space to be in and, I think it brings us together. I mean, like, food always brings people together, so.
1: That's true. That's, you know, I mean, it, it, isn't that interesting how you guys know each other?
2: Yeah, Is no, it, yeah. It's that's how I made my friends. Like, I didn't even mean to, and I, like, made my Charlotte. I came here with some friends, which I'm very grateful for, but I'm now my, they're my, enemies my new though. friends. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're old friends. We don't like them anymore. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's enemy. Yeah. Um, no, but it's just funny. It's I literally, all my other Charlotte friends are from, the, from Instagram, yeah. so it's just awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't, you know, I... I'm all about networking and meeting people and you know I learned that a long time ago and you know it's you know you, you never know you, I think this is I, I want to say I, maybe I read this in a book but um about just meeting people and staying connected but you know that we may not even know our best friend yet
2: Yeah that's what like, I think about That blows yeah. my
1: I'm yeah. like what do you mean no you may not even know your best friend yet like it's, it's not like we're born with a list of friends. Yep. Like yeah. you just, you meet people and you know, there's just commonalities and things that we do that we like and enjoy our, our time together. And so I, I, I just find that uh, fascinating. So, you know,
0: I'm hearing that we're best friends now.
1: <laughs> Did we just? Am I? Am I part? Of? You're in. No, I, felt you're that. in yeah. I felt that.
0: I felt that. That's what you were talking about—the feelings. That's it, man. That's it. I haven't felt that way in so long. Man, this feels the good.
1: moment you guys walked into the studio, <laughs> I knew something was different. <laughs> the the air—I <laughs> just felt. Uh, Jason, uh, you know, any any thoughts on that, man? The year, anything you're excited about? You know, 2021,
0: obviously, man. It's gonna be our year. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all want. Uh, you, you miss the restaurant vibe mm-hmm. like a big part of going to restaurants is atmosphere mm. and like we miss that so I'm hoping we get back to that as soon as possible so we can all go out meet up with friends eat
1: I mean th- this this sounds so cliche but you know how they say like you don't know what you got until it's kind sort of gone yeah, so freaking true paid it paradise is, p- is uh,
0: it? partying lot do what
1: <laughs> what just happened he's singing he's singing okay <laughs>
0: I was like, I, I know did. exactly what you're talking about, Ned.
1: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, like before last year, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you know, you may have taken that gathering or that get together, that cookout. I mean, like, you may have been like, okay, it's just, it's just my friends, you know, get together. It's like, nah, like, actually, like, you know,
0: yeah, it's, you, you realize that you need to see people yeah. for humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, not my wife; she's an introvert, so she doesn't need to see anybody. <laughs> but everybody else, like me, it, yeah, you need to go see people. And restaurants are great places for that. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I love that. Allie, your thoughts on that? This this year, any uh, any thoughts, ambitions, anything, suggestions? Uh, Man, inspiration to the to the fellow food Instagrammers out there. What are your words of wisdom to them?
2: Just keep doing what you're doing. If you know, working towards what you want to what you want to achieve. I mean, I'm gonna keep supporting restaurants and using. Making my page uh, something you go to to look for something to eat for lunch or dinner or whatever. Um, so I'm gonna keep doing that as far as that goes. Um, no big goals. Just again, hoping everything opens back up normally and um, hoping we don't see too many restaurants close because we're seeing a lot open, which is yeah. really exciting. I can't believe how many opened in 2020. Um, I write like a, I write a weekly or monthly blog post for the CRVA about just opened. Mm-hmm. So I truly tracked what just what has. How, How many restaurants do you month? think opened last year? Oh, I'd have to go count. There I were I mean, tons. guess. Mm-hmm. Guess. Uh, 20? No, way more than that. Like sometimes 50? There were some months there was 20 in a month, it felt like. What? No, it, it was probably like 100 plus. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I
1: mean, wow. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was not, exp- I was oh, not yeah. expecting that number.
2: It's, it, it, it went like this because of all the potential clients, Nick. But, yeah.
1: Listen, you're speaking my love <laughs> language right now. <laughs> Let's go get them. Oh. Let's go get them. Actually, they're
2: online. I'll
3: show
2: you where they are. There we go.
1: Shout out. <laughs> yes. Listen, I, uh, I enjoy this. I, th- I think this was awesome. I really appreciate, uh, you guys coming on. Um, I did make three new friends, but, uh, no, listen, this was awesome. Jason, Jason, thank you, Jason you so thank you so much. 100%. Yeah, Jess, Ali. you know, um, you know listen for the for the listeners out there. you you know follow these guys. I mean, you guys, you know uh, do play a huge role. I mean, it's it's so interesting. I mean, you guys talked about it, but it's so interesting that you know it we are, you know i'll I'll tell you an example several years ago whenever, and I'm not huge into football, but when the Panthers made the Super Bowl six, seven five, six years ago, whenever it was, um you know we were still kind of young, and you know in our company we were six years in. But it's so interesting how my Charlotte restaurants and bars just business was boom. Like it just Mm -hmm. I could literally see just sales every Mm -hmm. week increasing as they were kind of getting deeper into the playoffs. I'm like, look at that. Like, look, look at how much influence a sports team or, you know, uh, people, you know, um, you know, Instagrammers have on people's livelihoods because that's. You know that's that's waiters and waitresses and you know bartenders and suppliers and sales reps. I mean, like it, it literally has a, a a huge ripple effect that you may not even think of. You know, you're just like I'm just going to go get takeout, and they're like, no, yeah, no, nah, it that actually helps. Like that that takeout, that gift card that you buy, mm-hmm. actually really helps the the restaurant out. So anyway, I appreciate you guys so much. Go follow these guys. You know, they uh, they definitely have uh, you know amazing followings and have great content. And so. Um, appreciate you guys and with that we are done with episode 29 of the paper trails podcast appreciate you guys for all your love and, and you know your support and watching our um, our show and so uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode thank you